Elder? Hello? Okay, here you go. I'm sorry. Okay, praise God. We are, I think everything is connected. Okay, we are going live. Give us one second here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We just want to welcome everybody tonight to the Scribe Hangout, where we are dedicated to bringing the, forth the voice uh, and the heart of the Scribe to individuals around the world. This is the hangout spot for book lovers, artists, fans, business owners, and those who desire to be inspired. In the company of the scribes, you may unlock the scribe within you. Uh, We have a very, very special guest on tonight with us, and I'm just so excited about it. And, you know, before we dive into this dynamic book, um, that God has placed in her heart to release unto his people. I do want you to go ahead and share this platform on your social media pages. You can go ahead and, um, you know, place it out on Twitter or put it on your uh, Facebook or place it on Instagram so that those that you know who have, um, who love to read books, uh, those that you know um, who desire to write, you know, this is the hangout spot for them. Any artists that you may know, go ahead and put it in your club uh, so that they can get on this powerful conversation. But most importantly, in this, we're dealing with the topics that we're going to be dealing with on tonight. You know, anybody that you may know that have ever lost anything, have came into a place um, of brokenness. And, and need to be restored. Tonight is their night um, at the tribe's hangout um, to hear a word from the Lord, to hear how God restores, how God recovers as we deal with um, this book. I am giving you the title. I'm going to give you the title in a moment. Um, but I want you to go ahead and just share this out on your social media platforms. Because remember, here at the Scribes Hangout, you get firsthand information on the process, the strategies, the tips and tricks of writing. And you get the opportunity to get in the mind of the scribe as discuss their project and Elder has a phenomenal I'm telling you uh, that is just God is just using um to heal the heart and the minds of people, you know, a- around the world. Right here at the Scribes Hangout, you get information about the new releases, what's hot in entertainment in the arena of gospel. Amen. And most importantly, you get the opportunity to come out to meet, greet, and connect um, with the Scribes. Also, uh, for those, you can also connect with us on the Spreaker platform. On the Spreaker platform. And if you go there and you chat, we can literally chat live with you. So if you have any questions or comments that you may have um, for the elder on tonight, um, we'll definitely, you definitely get the opportunity to chime in with us, to chime in with us. And so I'm just looking forward to it. So let us just have a word of prayer. Let us have a prayer. We're going to um, announce that we have with us tonight um 
as well as book and we're just going to go into um interview um with her we're going to go into this interview with her so that um so that you, you guys can hear what it is that God has released through her and you can connect with her and also most definitely go out go out go out and obtain um the book that we're going to be discussing on tonight the book that we're going to be discussing tonight let us go to the lord in prayer oh gracious mighty father we just thank you for this opportunity to come and hang out at the scribes hang out on tonight father god we ask you oh lord god that you would just saturate this atmosphere that you would saturate with the network system that you would saturate wherever we may be around the world in the majestic name of jesus that you would rest upon us oh god and give us the and release the words that is needed for your children on today to bring forth healing and restoration and deliverance oh god send forth oh god your word oh god that will renew somebody's mind transform their atmosphere that will penetrate oh god lord god every and 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 cause every demonic influence to flee from their very presence in the majestic name of Jesus. We decree God so that you may increase in this place. Allow your Holy Spirit Father to have his way in the majestic name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory be unto God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Um, thank you, Lord. Tonight, amen, at the Scribe Hangout, um, we have with us none other than the elder Paulette Harper um, here to discuss her dynamic book that she just released a little bit over a month ago, about a month and a half ago. Um, the title is called That Was Then, This Is Now. This Broken Vessel Restored. Um, and it is such, such a powerful um, elder. Um, just come on in. We just want to greet you. Thank you for joining us here at the Scribes Hangout. Um, how are you today? Well, good evening, Pastor. I am doing really good. Um, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really looking forward to the dialogue. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, I'm blessed. I am just so blessed. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, um, Elder, this, this book, this powerful book that you've written was then and this is now. This is now. Can you tell us, uh, just to give us a little background um, about, you know, what inspired this this book? Thank you. 
partner that just kind of, you know, evaporates the process where the man is the man of God goes on and the woman is really trying to identify and find herself. And so um, my book um, talks about my struggles. It talks about my victories. It talks about um, just me rediscovering who I was. And um, there's a lot of spiritual warfare in this book because that's really what I was going through. Awesome, awesome, and she's absolutely right. I mean, she um, definitely, definitely go in, you know, to details of the things that, that she went through. And so we're going to discuss some of those things on tonight, and we just thank you for just being, it's just even being very candid and open, um, Elder, with your writing. And because, you know, we're dealing with real people, with real situations. And, you know, so many times we just sweep things under the rug and we never want to deal with the core or the root of issues. And um, and so people begin to take that baggage, you know, and carry it for the rest of their lives. So I, I love how you are just, um, you are so open um, with your story. Um, that in which you've been through, you went through here in um, with with the book, and how you know God laid on your heart to reach um, women and you know pastors' wives and things of that nature to just have open and real dialogue, to so that others can know that it's not just them. So. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, because the principles of healing, <laughs> the principles of recovery is always absolutely the same. It, it doesn't matter, you know, um, um, so much of what what the wound may have been and what the brokenness may be. Um, for the most part, the principles are the same. Amen. And so I, I want to jump. Um, right here, um, right here in the in the in the in the text um, on today, Elder, you was talking about you talked about 
you know, the expectations in. So I want to come from that, that place where people just being set free from bondage. And I know one of the areas um, that keep us in bondage is the fear of people. And so you kind of talk about that in the book. Um, so can we, let's, let's have a little dialogue about being broke, coming free, or breaking free from wanting to please everybody else, but losing yourself in the midst of it all. Wow, I, I I love the fact that you said, you know, I just accept reality for what it was. And, you know, through that accepting for what it was, you know, um, being able to bring you to a place of, you know, living in reality and overcoming what everybody else, you know, um, had to think about, you know, as well. And, and you said you, you said something about, you know, self-sabotaging, you know, having those thoughts and you know, things of that nature of self-sabotaging and, you know, the enemy bringing forth, you know, condemnation and, and things of that nature. And so if we can just walk down the road of self 
self-sabotaging because some people, you know, may not understand or realize what do that look like and you know how can I self-sabotage myself and so um, I, you know I just like to just go down that road just a little bit because you know many times we do it but we're doing it so subconsciously that we don't realize that that is what we're doing um, Elder. That's powerful. Oh, that's powerful. You said so many different things and, you know, and just how the enemy used things to set up, you know, to set up things um, and he's meaning it for good. And and I love the end of your story that would definitely um, get to, but God meant it for your good and exactly what this book is um, has been published to do to save so many lives going through um, depression and oppression and um, dealing with the pain and the suicidal thoughts and thing, states of hopelessness and things of that nature. You know, in your book, you talk about, um, in, in your chapter one, you talked about built to stand through it all. And um, you talk about, you know, how God, you know, built us to stand the test and, and the trials um, of, of life. And, and so I want to ask this question, um, how important is it um, when it comes to laying the right foundation in our lives when we're experiencing a traumatic event or life-transforming moment? 
Lord is so powerful. I, re- I remember sitting out at the, um, at the river one day, and I mean, everything around me was in total chaos. My life mm. was in chaos, and, and so His Word was so powerful that it broke through all the chaos, and I could feel, hear His Amen. You know, the summons says that, you know, he's my rock. <laughs> right. Amen. That he right. is my rock. Right. And, you know, and the other thing that I, the text also tells us that, you know, he tells us that every step that you take will be firm. And in, that and the only way that our steps can be firm is when we are walking on a solid foundation. Um, which is the word of God, you know, um, we know that, you know, um, heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will forever stand. And be- so that because God's word is the only thing that will ever stand, that which is forever lasting, that is what we need, amen, as our foundation, so that we would have the substance that we need. The substance that we need to conquer, the substance that we need to win um, every situation and circumstance. She was talking about the wind, the wave, the turrets, and it is very scriptive in her book. <laughs> uh, when it comes down, you know, breaking down and dealing with the different tor- um, torrents and things of that nature, um, as well as, you know, dealing with um, a faulty foundation. Um, as well, and so she's very, very, um, strategic, I mean, very, very descriptive, <laughs> um, in her book, and so she really, really pulls, you know, um, the word of God out, um, so that we can have a great understanding of, of God's word, um, you know, in our lives, in our lives. So, um, Elder, if we can just, you know, want to deal with, Your chapter, don't get bitter, but get better. <laughs> and so many times, you know, we we sit and we dwell in a you know a place of bitterness, and um, and that bitterness and it it stems to so many other things. 
and it caused all forms of sickness and malice and things of that nature um, on the inside of us. So, as you was going through your process, as you was going through your process, um, what assisted you or what gave you or what what put you in a state of mind that I choose to get better than to be bitter? Yeah. Oh, my God. You, you, you're right about the process. Um, well, one of the things that I've, I've learned as a, as a believer is that when we, um, you know, live in, in bitterness and, and anger and, and malice, um, you know, that stops the blessings of the Lord upon our lives. And then it also enables the other people to have power and so um, I had to learn how to really forgive those that had hurt me. And so, you know, in that chapter, I'm talking about, you know, people that, that, that you know, your family, you know, your, your loved ones, friends, whoever it, it is, you have to consciously make a choice not to be bitter. I mean, it, it, it's just like you make a choice not to... To, you know, make a choice to, to live in forgiveness, you know. And so, for me, I couldn't afford to even get bitter because, God bless me, I was in a bad state. The last thing I needed was more, you know, to, to be living in bitterness and anger. And that would have just deterred and, and, and prolonged uh, my victory. And so, um, I had to really, you know, um, ask the Lord to help me and, and get through that process of not being bitter at what it was what I was going through, but that it would allow me to be better. Um, my situation would allow me to be a better believer, a better mom, you know, a, a better student of the word, uh, a better woman of God, um, and just better that period. And so, um, and the enemy, and one of the things that I, I say in the chapter is that, you know, our enemy tries to use the disappointments and setbacks to, to cause us to be bitter with God and bitter with men. You know, and he does do that. And so um, for us, it's really about uh, letting God, um, you know, funnel all of that anger and malice and, and bitterness. Let him allow the word God to, you know, remove that stuff so that, um, you know, the blessings of God will, will come upon us and we'll, you know, after the situation, um, we don't prolong and stay in that wilderness longer than, than we need to. Oh, I like this. That don't stay in the wilderness as longer than you have to, longer than required, longer than required. And and we have, oh my God, we can understand this as a people of God. You know, there are, there are something we will engage into to help develop us. You know, to develop us in the things that God has called forth in our life. We got to understand that the um, Israelites, you know, they had to go down to Egypt, the place where they became abundant to learn the art of agriculture, because that what the Egyptians was very, very good at. And so, but in that process, you know, they found themselves in a place of bondage. But going there, acquiring that that skill of agriculture, it prepared them for the, the promise. 
it prepared them for the promise so that once they received the promise, land that flowed milk and honey, that they would know how to properly till the ground so that the ground would produce for them. Right. And so these situations and circumstances and things that we come um, that we encounter in life, life as we encounter life, you know, sometimes, you know, it there is there to develop us for where it is that God is taking us. And so it's, it's and, and so it's and I love it because she said it's to better you. Amen. Not to cause you to be to grow, to call you to develop. And, you know, uh, one of the things that, you know, was in prayer and God said, look, I had conditioned you to position you and said, I had to take you through some things in life. You would have the heart to even minister to the people, the heart to even um, minister and take care of the people that I've called you to. And, you know, you know how it is. If we haven't experienced things, you know, um, Elder, what I'm coming to realize is that, you know, something we haven't experienced things, we have a different outlook or different view on how someone should walk out their process. But until you have walked in my shoes. <laughs> I don't need theory. I, I don't need theory when I'm losing my mind. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't need theory when I'm being tormented. I, I, I don't need theory. I need somebody who knows the who knows very thoughts, right? <laughs> who can walk me through my thought process <laughs> and deliver me <laughs> from my thoughts, Jesus. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> And you know, and so, and and what not a better person to do that than someone who has walked the walk, someone who knows the in and outs, who knows the interest in the the details, who 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 knows who can kind of you know pretty much almost tell me you know exactly what's going on with me, and most importantly, how to come out of it how to come out of it and to be set free. Go ahead, Elder. Yeah, I was just going to say, and, and that's, the, that's the key, um, you know, coming out of it. And so, you know, God takes us through a process that he knows we're able to, um, to, to manage, we're able to go through. Um, it's us who don't feel like we can, you know? mm. But he, of course, doesn't put more on us than we can handle and we can bear. And so, um, going through that process and, and none of us like going through the process right. it is extremely painful but yet going through the process that's where our faith gets you know, uh, refined that's where our faith gets um, increased that's where you know um, we learn to trust God you know more and find out who we really are as well and so you know you go through that process and of course um, you know you want the you want want to get through it as quickly as you possibly can, but there are some processes that God allows us to go through that take time, you know, and for me, it took a, it, it felt like I was in state such a long time, but I was so, and I think I was in that state such a long time because I was dealing with so much. I was in a lot of spiritual warfare. So, I mean, I was battle for my life, you know, and being a battle for your very own life, 
gotta fast. You gotta be steadfast. You know, because when somebody else praying for you, mm. or when other people, even when other people are praying for you, they don't know how to pray like you know how to pray. Right. They don't know how to cry out to God and shed those tears like you know how to bow to God and shed those tears. Because God, you know, His Spirit being within, He knows the the instant of our hearts. He knows the, the core of our hearts. You know, and so when we groan and when we moan and when we cry. That, you know, that's God. And so we have to really get to a place and a point where we're going through the process that we allow God to do his work within us. And and that, you know, we're going to get to the end. You know, the victory is going to be ours. We're going to get the, the, the reward that, you know, God has promised us. But it's, it's getting through that process. It's getting through the, um, the, you know, the medium. Before the medium. Right, right, and trying to pull it all together while we're through the medium um, of it all. And and, and this is good because I, I want to transition this particular here. As you're talking about, okay, I'm going through the warfare, I'm, I'm having to self in a place, and I'm, st- and, I've, and I'm staying in here. I'm in this process. Um, I've been in this process for a while, and it's because I'm dealing with so many things. Um, while I'm in the process, and so that's causing my process to be a little longer. I also, um, so I'm gonna deal with that because I want to talk about identifying strongholds on the, which is dealing with your tight your your title chapter three, um, on the road to recovery, identifying strongholds. Um, and you said something that also very powerful. Um, that recovery is not microwaved. Um, sometimes we want to, you know, we want a microwave. <laughs> we want a microwave recovery, and and, and, <laughs> and sometimes we sp- and sometimes we handle um, our brokenness sometime in a microwave process, and and instead of being um, instead of getting recovered, we find ourselves um, we find ourselves in a place where um we're in a a broken state and um we're in a broken state but also with being in that broken state because we're in the pretense that we're recovered we find ourselves in a place where we get we uh, we find ourselves where we're getting wounded even more and it's easier for us to be wounded even more quicker because we still have a wound that never been healed and so anything can any any little thing would trigger um that wound being reopened um because we never took the we never took the true time that was needed to deal with the situations and circumstances or you know or identifying all of the strongholds or the things that you was dealing with um during that time or during that season. And so it's it's the time where we no longer cover up, um, Elder, um, sweeping our issues under the rug because they they lie dormant for a season and then come back. Uh, or they, they don't. I mean, they arrive because they they never left, but they arrive and it it put us even in a greater desperate situation. So let's talk about you know just identifying 
the strongholds, how important it is to be able to recognize and identify the strongholds that are that are hindering you.
to play around with you and you know and and I, I i just love spiritual warfare and she gave some very key points you know we have to be a people you know it's a you know to it said you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free and so many times you know we want to overlook truth elder <laughs> and because we want to overlook truth um, we stay in places of bondage. We stay in the places of captivity, and the enemy continues to hold us um, in captivity because we won't deal with the reality of a thing. Yes, I am yeah. dealing with depression. You know, yes, you know, I am dealing with suicidal thoughts. Call those things of, of what it is. You know, what it is that you're dealing with. You know, so many times we want to camouflage. Um, what we're going through and what we're dealing with and it hinders us, it hurt us and it keeps us, just like you said it keeps us in in that place of bondage or in that wilderness experience longer than we have to have to um, been and this here in, in your text because I, this is something I think many can identify with and especially when you're in a leadership role when you're in a leadership role, and um, in in your in your book, you talk you 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 start off this particular section with who will help the preacher. So many times, <laughs> as leaders, I mean, leaders are vulnerable as well, and we have those places of vulnerability. But so many times, we want to have a cape on our chest. Like we're, you know, we're Superman all the time, and that's not the case. And so we have to deal with that syndrome um, that we have because so many leaders are dying. Leaders are committing suicide. You know, you got pastors committing suicide. You know, uh, quitting, walking out of the pulpit, and things of that nature because of all the things that they're dealing with. They're not, you know. They're like this. Who is going to help me? I'm, I'm helping so many people. I'm pouring out to so many people. And here I am. I need help. And who can I turn to? So let's talk about that. Um, because leaders are left lonely and abandoned. You know, for you know, for leaders, people think 
everything is, is you know, A-OK. And it's, on, you know, on the contrary, we, get, we go through spiritual warfare just like everybody else. Oh, yeah. Even more so, you know, right. because the carriers of God's word, you know. And so, uh, you know, he, he brought, you know, that particular person in, in my life who, you know, prayed with me and, and you know, sat with me mm-hmm. and, Mm-hmm. You know, removing the mask and coming to grips with, like you mentioned, reality, and then allowing what is real to move us out of our condition so that we can get the, the wholeness, we can get the freedom, we can get to the get to the place of victory in which we need. Amen. Oh yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, Elder, um, your chapter on heart, the matters of the heart. Um, um, you you say you say this, um, and you deal with different types of hearts in 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 that particular chapter, and. You, you use this, this is a quote out of your book. You said, the events in life will reveal what is within us as individuals. How and why we respond to situations come from the core of who we are. And that is so powerful because, you know, you know, even as I was talking about earlier, you know, we don't deal with the heart issues. We don't deal with the matters of the heart. And because we don't deal with them, we don't experience what we've been through. We're just so busy sweeping things under the rug. And something happens and trigger that that which has been laying dormant. And then we find ourselves doing things that we regret saying things that we regret so let's talk about how important it is for us to really deal with the matters of the heart and not run them but um but not run from them but deal with them so that we can really be purified to to be free that heart of flesh, that heart that is pliable, that heart that is soft, 
to, he's able to, you know, to, to mend and to make whole and to heal. And so when we, you know, experience, I'm going to read this, when we experience emotional pain, sometimes we don't, we do not realize how deep the pain goes. Mm. We know we hurt, but only, but only God knows how deep. Um, there may be some residue that he will need to break before the healing process will begin. In order for there to be a healing, we must admit we have these things in our own heart that we need God to remove, whether it's bitterness, jealousy, strife, unforgiveness, anger, hatred, selfishness, pride, envy, and purity. And then the Bible says if he confess, if we confess our sins, he's faithful. Yes, he is. And so we got to identify those areas that we pollute our And if our heart is polluted, our whole body is going to be polluted. Our mind is going to be polluted. You know, and if we have a polluted heart, and that's going to start affecting us physically, that's going to affect us emotionally, it's going to, you know, you know it can um, spill over and mm-hmm. it's going to affect us financially. Every part of us. You're you're absolutely right. Um, I mean, it's absolutely powerful, and which is reality. You know, if you're contaminated, you have to just think about it. If you have um, a contaminated glass of water, water um, that have contamination in it, then a clean glass of water that um, that's not contaminated. If you pour the contaminated water into the clean glass, it now become contaminated. So. And, and that is an example that, hey, everything you're touching and everything that we're doing, you know, from the inside out, um, it's contaminated, it's infected because of, you know, the undealt with um, issues um, that we have. And it just it overflows and, and, and really, really hinders every aspect of our lives. But we really sometimes, we just, we don't think about it in its fullness. Um, the full effect that it that it has, you know, in our lives. So it's important that we we got to be able that's not afraid of examination. You know, um, King David said, you know, search me, Lord. <laughs> you know, search me, Lord. And if you find anything in me that isn't be wash me and, and not be washed clean, you know, it's okay. It's okay to do some self-examination. Um, you you deal with a time for reality check, and and I I'm gonna just read this statement that you put here, and because it's still in line of what we're talking about. You said, I had to face the fact that I had put things on the throne of my heart instead of God. I had put all my confidence and trust in something that was crawling right before me. And I didn't know how to handle it. So let's talk about that statement because, you know, you know, there may be listeners out here and, and there may be things that they've placed above just unknowingly. You know, sometimes, you know, things can just, I mean, we can do things not knowing that that is what we are doing and, and, and we haven't recognized 
it until we get to that breaking point where it is um, where it is at a point where like you used the word crumbling right before you realize you know what this had become my God and so how do we get to the point where before things crumble if we have placed things before God are there any things that we can foresee or anything that we can recognize to say you know what I've placed this before God and how to get it put it in the correct order um, and, and, and so that will help in some safety net in, in the event that it does crumble um, with it being um, in its appropriate position rather being in the um, wrong position which is before God Mm-hmm. You know, my hope, my trust had to be in the Lord. And so when all my energy was going on, you know, uh, you know, what was crumbling before me, my marriage and everything else around me. And when I realized that I had put all that other stuff on the phone, that's why I had gotten myself in mm-hmm. the condition of being depressed. That's what led me into wanting to kill myself. Because we should never, uh, for me, I'll put it like, I'll say for, for myself, I, I should have never got myself in that position that I wanted to end my life. Because my life was hitting in Christ. Mm-hmm. Everything that I put, all my, you know, all my hope and my dreams in my marriage crumbled, but God was still there. Right. God was my, my deliverer. God was my hope. God was, you know, my restorer. And so... I had to, you know, I had to face the real with that, that I put him on the throne, you know, my, my, my ex was on the throne, and everything that encompassed him was on the throne, and where was God at? And so, when all that stuff was removed, I was in a state of, what am I going to do? What, you know, what am I going to do with my life? Mm-hmm. No. And... I think out of that, realizing that God is my life, you know, the Lord is my life. And he was going to, you know, bring me back to a place of wholeness. He was going to bring me back to a place of victory. And so um, having to make that, that turn uh, emotionally, mentally, uh, knowing that God, everything that was removed and he was back in the center of my life and everything else started to fall into place. Mm-hmm. Everything else started to fall into place, you know. And that's where he wants to bring us where um, he, you know, he shows us those things that uh, that are on the throne. I'm thinking of when God told Abraham to offer up Isaac. Right. <laughs> Isaac, you know, Abraham could have said, oh, no, because mm-hmm. I've been waiting for Isaac for over 25 years. Mm-hmm. He want me to give him to you. He could have said, oh, I'm not giving him. But he didn't. He offered him up willingly to the way God brought us. You know, and God will play in life that something that's us. And 
much we value that. Mm. You know, I mean, it, it's even like when um, you know, if, if we're if we have money and we're you know we we walk, but we type us with it. Um, and it'd be no different than God telling us, okay, I want you to give 10000 to somebody. And you'd be like, oh, well, I don't want to do that. Because your money is your God. That's good. You know, yeah, because your money is your God. So we have to find out what is our God? Is it is it our job? Do we spend so much time at our job that we don't have time to, to go to church? You know, we don't have time for the Word, you know. Or is it, you know, Amen. Um, that's that's very good. You know, where you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all things added, you know, unto you. And um, you know, as we remain a people and stay a people that keep God first, you know, Him being first and foremost, and um, and not placing anything else before Him, then it keeps us. It, it keeps us in a place where we maintain order. You know, where order is uh, maintained, controlled, you know, and structure, but only through him. It's all done through him. And, you know, um, I, I remember when I was uh, when I was earlier in um, and earlier in my walk and um, was studying up Genesis with that with Isaac, uh, with Abraham and Isaac, and I was like, man, I don't know if I can if I could sacrifice. <laughs> you know, if, if I could sacrifice my child. <laughs> But, you know, and you're just going a little bit later and giving Abraham's reasoning. You know, it tells us in the text that Abraham reasoned in his mind that God would raise Isaac back from the dead. That he would resurrect him because he was his promise. And sometimes, you know, God want to know, you know, do you... Thank you, Jesus. He want to know if we are people, are we after what's in his hand or what's in his heart? And, you know, if I give you what's in my hand, will that is will that become your God? Or am I still your God? And just you said, sometimes, you know, we just have to, he have to, he have to test and see. He have to see where, where do our faith lies, you know. Who do we put or what do we put all of our trust in? And sometimes, we, you know, we may want to begin to put ourselves within those same testing, within those same boundaries to make sure that we're keeping things in line and keeping things in order where God is always first. That where God is always first um, and foremost, and then it'll it'll be easy, you know. Um, it'll be a little, it'll be a little, it'll be more easier when it says, you know, you have to give this up. Abraham, go ahead and um, and sacrifice Isaac, which was something that he had been waiting on forever. Um, and you know, he was like, "This is my one shot." <laughs> my one. <laughs> and now you're telling me to take it, you know, to take his life. You know, to take his life. And him being obedient. Him being obedient. I mean, I, he just, he, Abraham really trusted God. <laughs> he, 
He really, really had trust and a faith in God. And and that's what God, God wants us to trust him with everything. And have faith with him in everything. But that comes with putting him first. When we can put him first, then we can trust him with every and anything, you know, that he has given unto us. Um, you talk about this hidden treasure. Um, in, in, in the book, uh, in your book, you talk about the hidden treasure. Um, that is on um, the inside of us. What prompted this particular chapter? You know, uh, you know, after we go through so much in life, um, there's always something that God wants to reveal to us. Mm-hmm. You know, there is always something He wants to show us and to open our eyes to. And so, um, when we get refined and everything, the fire we come out as pure gold, mm-hmm. you know, the, the hidden treasures of our heart is those, that part of us that is revealed when we come through the fire. You know, we come through the, the test and the, and the trial of life. And so about, you know, really identifying You, yeah. you said um, said a whole lot, and 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 even you said God was now my husband. You know um, that 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 there. I mean, you said a whole lot, but even that right there. If if many of us um, getting and I'm and even right now, you know, my mind is going to those that are single. Um, if if being in that coming to that position where the the mindset where God becomes your husband um, <laughs> that you know that could save a whole lot of um brokenness oh, yeah a whole lot of heartache yes. <laughs> a whole lot of disappointment you know um you know, it's just like, you know, I always think and reflect about, the, you know, the woman that had the 10 coins and she lost one. And, you know, she instantly knew that she lost one. 
um, because, you know, the divine order was not there. That divine perfection was no longer there. And so she began to search. And she searched. Um, but what I love about her search is that she turned on the light to search. And um, and she turned on the light to search so, so, because, again, she could see. But so many times, sometimes we're searching in the dark. And through our search in the dark, you know, um, we're bumping up and against all different types of things and we're getting bumped and we're getting bruised and we're getting wounded because we cannot see. We cannot see. And, you know, because we cannot see, you know, um, it puts us in a place of, of hindrance. And because we don't know, we don't know where it is that we're going. And so we have, we need the light. So that we would know which way it is that we're going. And even with that light, it's to a place, a place of purity, you know, and a pu- purity in your mind, purity in your thoughts, you know, purity in your heart, you know, in, in your actions and in your ways. Um, so that, you know, so that the greatness that God has on the inside of you, that you know it emerge, um, so that it can emerge, you know, in in your life, right? Um, even through all the pressures of life, you know, as well, because it's just like the coal that has to go through so much pressure so that the diamond can emerge. And it's something about when the light hit the diamond that just caused it to shine forth, right? <laughs> and so that gets us into your place, your your your, your the text or your your book where you deal with destiny and purpose, and you have one of uh, one of my favorite scriptures. It shaped me inside of, say, oh, yes, you shaped me first inside and then out. You formed me in mother's wound. Um, and and, and I, I love that. Um, I, I love Psalms 139. And, um, and one of the things I love about it is that, you know, God did something very special for us that he didn't place anybody else on assignment to do. He didn't send the angels to do it. You know, he didn't send the Holy Spirit to do it. He didn't send his only begotten son. He didn't send our Lord and Savior Christ to do it. Him himself, you know, knitted us together in the womb of our mothers because we were so delicate, you know, to him with what it is that he called for us to do. And he called for us to be that he himself would come so that he can ensure that we had everything on the inside of us we needed for the journey. He was building the strong foundation from the inside even then. Right. right. <laughs> so let's just talk about this in this um here in text, um, where you, you say, you know, you knew me inside and out. You you know, you you know every bone in my body. You knew exactly how I was made. It. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking at Psalms 139 and 15 that you have in the book. He said, "I was made bit by bit. How I was structured from nothing into something." Thank you, Jesus. Yes. 
and he talks about how everything that God already knows, everything in our head, our shapes, um, everything about us. And um, I believe it's, it's in this chapter as well as, you know, even when you talked about your mistakes um, that you made, and even with the mistakes, God knowing that all well as well. And it's still not, it's still not, um, with even with your mistakes, it's still, God does still not deny you of the purpose and the destiny that he's called out for your life. So let's talk about that, Elder. Oh, glory. <laughs> and, yeah, God's purpose, you know, continues. And, you know, the, the, the man that was in my life for, you know, the 22 years, he was alive for that season. But once he was removed, my life, God was expecting my life to continue. He was still expecting me to preach the word. He was still expecting me to pastor. He was still expecting his, the gifts and the calling of God. Amen. He Amen. And that's one of the things I love about God is that before we ever had any history, your 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 purpose was already assigned to you. Um, your destiny was already marked out. He said, I've declared plans for you. And, you know, and one of the things I love about God, his plan is established. We just have to walk out his established word. We got to stop doing our own background checks, um, credit check, and things of that nature, and determining if God's word is still true for our lives. Because God is a God that cannot lie, and his word will forever stand. He said, look, when I send my word forth, he said, my word is going to accomplish the very thing in which I sent it forth to do. Amen. It's going to perform it. And it doesn't matter, you know, what has happened, what has taken place. You know, even the things that is to come. His word is his word. And he's going to bring it to pass. We got to stop trying to figure out 
for ourselves and totally rely and totally depend on God in spite of our situation, in spite of our circumstances, allow our past to be our past, move in our present, not um, move in our presence um, in Christ Jesus and not allow our past to define our and hinder us from moving in our future. We serve a, we serve a God who is Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end of all things. He knew those things was going to happen. Amen. But he still chose you. He still anointed you. He still appointed you. My God. Um, for the very thing in which is called forth in your life. He said from the wound. Uh, from the wound. I, I, I called you and I set you apart. To do that very thing. So people of God. Let us not deny. Amen. Deny the word of God from manifesting in our lives because of the things that we've been through. Um, the situation and circumstance that has been before us, those things just assist and help in the quantification, the qualification of you operating and moving in the very thing that God has called for for you to do. Amen. Glory to God. And we you had Paul killing Christians and you know on his Damascus road experience then he found himself in a place um where hey, he meet Jesus and he find himself in a place that he's no longer murdering Christians he's now building them amen he's building them he's converting others and building churches and you know and and still in these days training and teaching the word of God as we read his accounts and we read the things that he did teaching and, and preaching and um the gospel to train and equip he's still equipping you know um for us to walk in the way the same people that he at one at once upon a time was crucifying once upon a time was giving um casting the lots for their death amen um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, glory to God. So here, um, Elder, um, you talk about transition. Um, transition to position. And you 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 write in um you talk about an alignment. Coming into alignment. <laughs> Come into the place of agreement with the word of God and the plan of God. How important is that um, in the life of a child of God? Um, how important is that alignment in one's life? Yeah, you know, when, we, when we're going through um, difficult things in life, it, it takes a course. You know, it, it can take a hand of our and so, um, as a believer, we always want to be aligned ourselves, you know, with, with God, with His will, you know, not our will, but His will for our lives. And so, um, that particular, uh, you know, chapter, transition to position, it is really about getting through, it's about getting through um, all the heartache that I had faced and through and got to find into a place that I could just really move in my gifting, move in my calling, move in what God had to give, um, and, 
and being in a position to really, you know, be extremely blessed of the Lord. You know, and being in a position where doors be opened up for me. You know, being in a position where my mind is, is clear and, and being in alignment and agreement to, to, to God, with God and, and, you know, His purpose for me and, 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 and being in agreement to what God was doing, you know, and where He was taking me and, and um, being in the place that I'm in agreement with God's Word, you know. And then, you know, it's just about... Um, identifying where you are, where you can go, you know, and so all everything that I had gone through was to get me into the place of transition, get me to a place of position where God was, um, you know, Jesus was Lord, Jesus was Lord over my life, and I'm doing what he called to do, and I'm living in that place where God is truly pleased with my life. Amen. Amen that place of transitioning and yeah. I, I, oh god thank you that place of transitioning positioning yourself um transitioning coming from one state to another state coming from a broken state to a state of restoration you know coming from a hurt place to a place of being healed coming from a bitter place place of of being blessed amen and and being able to look at things from a a different perspective amen in life and so i want to read this this is coming from your chapter title um now um and um oh it is and and now this is the title and it and it says this and that's a great place even right here where we're talking about transitioning it says would you allow me to travel from place to place in your heart the place that have been uncultivated those places that are in and unfruitful would you allow me to bring a refreshing to those areas that are dry brittle and parched would you allow me to pass through your life and visit places that have been uninhabited that place that I have never, I have not been allowed before. Allow me to move the pain of your past. Allow the bruises to heal. Open up. And the new things that I chose to do in and through you shall come forth. And sure, as I am God, I will take you to a place that you have never traveled before. Save the Lord, I, 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 glory. Oh, glory. It's powerful. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's the process that I was going through to 
get me to this place where I can hear from God. Yes, Lord. I can speak, I can speak prophetically as, as, as he gave me, you know, the word. And so that's, the, the, that's where I'm whole. That's where I'm, I'm completely whole. That's where I've been delivered. That's, that's that process of getting me to this place that I speak this. And it can, I mean, we're in 2017, and it's just as powerful. Right. <laughs> coming off the pages is when I first wrote it. You know, that's how powerful that was. Yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord. You know, even with going through these, um, I mean, at the at these particular chapters, you know, it, it it's bringing me, you know, to that place. You know, and I just think that it's people that that's right now that you're in that place where look i i'm i'm i've been i mean i've been through every stage or i'm in several stages of you know maybe depression the suicide the places of hopelessness whatever you know those stages may be you know it, it made me think about um the book of joshua it made me think about the book of joshua where um the children of God and he was telling Joshua look you're getting ready to 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 help them cross the Jordan you're getting ready to take the Israelites to the promised land and which I have um which I have spoken which I have given unto them and you know and even as you know God just just use you to just write the, the text out you know through your life and you know i'm just seeing the word of god just coming true in your life that for as even the israels they was getting i mean the israelites they was getting ready to to cross over the jordan you know and he told them and he said look we see the ark of the covenant when you see god when god moved when you see the ark of the covenant of the, uh, of the of the Lord your God and the priests and Levites bearing it when they when you see them move then you got to get out of your position and follow them and then he told them look you have to follow them because where I'm getting ready to take you you have never been before you have never been before I'm getting ready to take you through some places that you've never been before so you have to follow me and so just like you said coming into that place of humility and um and seeing god and following god putting god before you because he even told them you guys gotta stay behind a hundred cubic feet i mean a thousand cubic feet behind the ark of the covenant and what he was just saying look everything gotta stay be Un- everything has to stay behind me or under me, you know, submitted under me, hum- you know, humility and just sick, just walked out, walked out here in the, in the text, I mean, the text, the scripture, and then just walking, God is just walking his word out or had walked his word out through your life. And then the prophetic utterance, <laughs> amen, of the words, just like, oh my God, you know, and we got to get to those places, right? Where, you know, those are real questions that God is really asking right now and as he's knocking at your door as he's knocking at the door of your heart will you let him in will you let him in and i think that the time is now and so elder i'm gonna ask that you know if you can render us up a prayer 
Amen. For those that are under the sound of our voices and those that will come and listen to the replay who is in this place, broken state. In a, in a broken state and who need to be restored, who need to go through the process that it takes to be restored from, from a place of brokenness and to be recovered into their wholeness. It is that God has called forth for them to be so that they can have a, that was then and this is now moment. Amen. Thank Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Glory, glory, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
thank God in this place. We are definitely at the scribes hangout. <laughs> well, the anointing of God, amen, is just flowing through the scribe on tonight. You know, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Elder Paulette, it is definitely an honor and a pleasure. We have been um, we have been diving in, in her book on tonight. That was then, and this is now... Um, a broken vessel restored. A broken vessel restored. And it has definitely, definitely been a very powerful um, conversation on tonight. And I just want to read over her chapters. Then I'm going to let you guys um, get her contact information and find out where you can pick up this amazing book. Um, chapter 1 is built to stand through it all. Chapter 2, don't get bitter, get better. Chapter 3, on the road to recovery identifying strongholds chapter four matters of the heart is that really me god chapter five hidden treasure chapter six destiny and purpose chapter seven let the praise begin chapter eight season of recovery chapter nine transition to position and chapter ten and now and my God, um, glory to God, very, very powerful book. That was then. This is now. This broken vessel restored. And we have had none other than an elder, Paulette Harper, with us on tonight. Elder, can you tell us how to get in contact with you? Um, and where can they pick up this dynamic book from? Awesome, awesome. And I heard that those other that they can see, they can go and obtain all of your books or get any of your books on Amazon. So get, let us know about a couple of your other projects that you have out. Um, I have a, uh, I just uh, released a, a small powerful book that has been titled Faith for Every Mountain. It's a quick, powerful read that will really encourage uh, anyone that's going through talks about faith is to deal with everything that we go through in life. So that was just released um, about a, maybe about three weeks ago. And then I'm working on a, um, a, a fiction novel. I think if just your readers, you know, listeners like to, you know, inspirational romance, my book, People's Faith is Revealed, is available. That is the 2017 Emma Award winner for Best Inspirational Romance. Okay. I really encourage them to grab a copy of that as well. Awesome, 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 awesome. You've heard um, none other than the elder Paulette Harper, who is an author. She's also an entrepreneur. Um, Elder, can you um, tell us what it is what it is that you do in your business? I'm sorry, I forgot to read your bio. I 
am a marketeer, a promoter of, of, of authors and their books, and so I connect authors with, um, with bloggers and radio show hosts as yourself, and they help me promote them on their blog by featuring them and featuring their books and offering them the opportunity to share their craft with them on their blog. So um, they reach me and check out my uh, my website at wnlbooktours.com, and if they have a book that they want to, um, you know, add some life to it or they want some more exposure, a virtual book tour definitely is the way to go. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Connect with the elder author, entrepreneur, Paulette Hopper. Amen. Um, definitely go out and pick up. That was then. This is now. And um, the faith that moved mountains. And um, the novel, the romance novel. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but go and pick it up. Go check her out. Just go and check out the author and that in which she have. And, and, and pick up. I'm telling you, this book is very, very powerful. It is a very powerful. I, I recommend it. I recommend it. If you got a book club, y'all need to get, read this book right here. <laughs> read this book here. Um, read this book. Um, it will help you. You have a ministry. Grab the book. <laughs> you know, you have a women ministry. Grab the book. Um, and and you guys use it in your um, your women ministry. Use it as a curriculum in your women's ministry. Um, to to minister and and mentor some things in here that she deals with. She's like I said, very candid about that. Many may not want to talk about, but they're dealing with it. And so, with you guys orchestrating it and start using it as a curriculum in the women ministry when you when you guys are having your gatherings, it can help deal with. It can help the women that are in your circle deal with these forms of issues in 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 matters that has taken place that that dealing with on the inside but there's a mask and so when they look at how candid she is and how god brought her out it will help them come out of their dark places it'll help them amen come out um of 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 hiding behind out of the baggage that is keeping them spiritually dead mentally and emotionally drained and tired and tormented so that they can be free it is a powerful i just can't stress enough how powerful this book is um right god really anointed her hand god anointed her hands through the the through the through the life that she lived amen and through the life that she have lived and all that he has done unto her just being that living vibrant testimony for the kingdom of god and it is amazing and absolutely powerful elder i thank you so much for being here with us on tonight at the scribes hang out um Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, each and every last one of you, we do want to thank you so much for hanging out at the Scribes Hang Out with us where we are dedicating to bringing forth the voice and the heart of the Scribes to individuals around the 
world um if you can go ahead and just um like this broadcast and also go to scribes.kingdominfluencers.net and right there i'm sorry dot com um scribes I'm sorry. Go to www.kingdominfluence.com. Amen. And you can see what it is that we're doing. You can reach out to us at scribes at kingdominfluencers.com if you want to come and share your story. Share what it is that God has um, that God has birthed out in you. Um, whether it is a book, whether it is a, a song, whether it's a play um, that you have written and just come out and hang with us at the Scribes Hangout so that others can see what it is that God is doing in you, through you, and around you so that you can touch lives of many, um, of many um, through this particular platform. We definitely would love to have you here with us. I am your host, publisher, and author, Deron Shays. And again, thank you for hanging out at the Scribe Hangout with us on tonight in Jesus' name. We'll see you guys next week. Amen. Good night. Good night. Good night. Stop here. Um.